shit, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing out there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 109. Or is it 109? One week left to find out, folks. We'll find out, because 110 is how you actually say that. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing up there? Did you have a good time last week? Could you see us last week? I'm sorry about the lighting. It was fucked. Totally my bad. I just wanted to jump right into the Jack Daniels. Who could blame me? Look at me. I mean, sick as fuck right now. I literally haven't left the house since the last episode. So for those of you keeping score at home, that's six days ago. And uh, pretty fucking sick. Don't really feel very good. But hey, this is the internet. It's on forever. So why don't we just capture this for posterity? Why don't we just keep it going? See what happens. Ladies and gentlemen, today is a fantastic day. To my immediate right, we have uh, uh, our ever-present co-host, Michael Saavedra. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. Uh, we also have uh, the glorious, uh, the carnivorous, Chris Martin, a.k.a. C-Mart. How you doing, sir? Welcome to the show. How you oh, doing, sir? Good. Yeah, Doing pretty good. And uh, our guest today is fantastic, but we're going to leave you just hanging. You probably already know, though, because you read the episode description. Who just randomly clicks links nowadays? <laughs> God damn, your time's valuable, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, Apparently, lots of people because there's a lot of dumb shit out there. Let's just let's just bring his name up right now, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome to the goddamn show, the Loose Cannon, Kenny Lush, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing, sir? Hi, everyone. Thanks for How having you doing? me. That was a big round of applause we just gave you there. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know what was happening. From a sick man. Yeah, that was a good yeah, round of yeah. applause. <laughs> I didn't want to touch you. I know you have to do a bunch of athletic things this week. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Before we get going, though, we should probably let our listeners and our viewers. let people know. Yeah. Probably let them know about the greatest opportunity they can do right now. Now, it might sound like I'm sick and we're not putting in effort, but believe you me, we've been doing this for a while. If you've already been listening for a while, you already know what we're about to talk, to, talk about. Talk to. Fuck, see how sick I am? Can't even get my thoughts straight. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, right now, if you're listening to this at home, we want to tell you about the greatest opportunity you can have with an isolation tank experience. And you know what the premier isolation tank experience in the lower mainland is? It's Floathouse. What is the website, Saavedra? Floathouse.ca. Floathouse.ca is where you want to go. And what is our podcast promo code? I.I. Podcast. That's right. And our podcast promo code gets you 20% off your next float. Now, some of you are at home right now watching, listening. Maybe you're uh, you know, trying to figure out what you're going to do with your life and your weekend. You know what a good start is, Zvedra? A little bit of a float. That's right. You want to get yourself in the right state of mind to make those decisions. I like it because, personally, it's a super clean environment. You get your own tank. You get your own shower. You get your own house coat get your own towel set up. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful experience. You got a lot of knowledgeable, intellectual, smart people around here. And most of all, it's like a spa for your mind. I personally love it. I float. We float here. Kenny, I float. First time. Our, our guest is a member. Yeah, that's member right. Kenny Lush, ladies and gentlemen, to our immediate front here is, uh, is, is a, a card-carrying member. And yeah. uh, that's fantastic because floating is amazing. How do you like float? How long have you been floating now? Uh, I've been floating since this place basically opened. Before uh, this side was even built? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, because uh, I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan. I'm oh. actually an atheist, but I believe everything that Joe Rogan says is true. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah. Church of Rogue. When, when this place opened, I was pretty stoked to try out floating. And uh, I could honestly say... I just got back from Australia and the jet lag was like mad killing me. Like and atrocious. Yeah, but coming in at like floating totally helps with that. It really? kind of reset me and everything and I felt better right your, after floating. Uh, what do you call it, your circadian rhythm? Is I, that it? I guess. I don't, I don't know, know what circadian means. Dude, I'm just throwing <laughs> out words I overheard. 
<laughs> but no, floating rules. Yeah, that's right awesome. On, yeah, yeah. That's sweet. yeah, floating is pretty rad. I like it, uh, like because as I said in that little pseudo ad we just gave there, um, I like it for those reasons. But I also like it because uh, it's one of the few times I can just like shut off. I don't have to be aware of anything. I don't have to like answer the phone. I don't have to like. I just don't have to be anything. Yeah. You know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to dive into the, the mysteries of the universe like that and try and unlock them. Is that a pun? Dive in. Dive into water, the water thing. If you dive into that tank, you're going to have By a the way, bad the time. The idea of not having your own tank, you're like, oh, you get your own tank. Like, can you imagine if it was like always communal floating? <laughs> you just have like a big pool. You just like just hop in. So you'd be like an orgy of yeah, that's right. something. So, Seamart. You know, you're you're just like having your debut float time, and you're just like, wow, this is so relaxing. Look at this it's nothingness. I'm gonna th- start thinking about my childhood, and suddenly feel light fingertips sure. brush yours, and it's Kenny the loose cannon, <laughs> lush, just uh, letting you know he's there in the <laughs> tank. I you know? salt my eye. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Does that happen? Uh, I'm sure they. I've I've heard yeah. of couples tanks. Yeah, there's like there is couples tanks. Yeah, yeah I meant salt in your eye. But that's oh, sometimes also I, yeah, I would, sometimes I itch my eyebrow and then yeah. I get the little salt. Oh, in my okay. Eye. Yeah, you're yeah. supposed to <laughs> properly clean your face. They they give yeah. you a whole little itinerary and yeah. uh, what is that itinerary? No. Well, instructions. Orientation. Instructions in there. That's it. Yeah. Instructions. Yeah. Uh, but enough of instructions. God damn. You're already relaxed right now. Are you going for a float today after the show? No, I gotta go to the gym and try to like you know. It's a few days before a show. I got to wrestle Friday and Saturday. So mentally, I figure if I do like 45 minutes of cardio, I'll, it'll, it'll make a giant difference when I'm yeah. wearing my tights. Got to yoke up, yeah. cardio out. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically how I handle my fitness, as yeah. you can tell. Just <laughs> yeah. That, okay. Well, first of all, we should address this. Uh, so uh, you're a professional wrestler. Uh, you've been wrestling for, for a little while now. But you also yeah. have a background in music. Yeah. And that background, as I understand, via social media, has recently been relit for you. Yeah, kind of, yeah. What's going this on with that? Like you, what made you throw your first. hat back in the goddamn ring? Uh, well, I was in a band called Dagger Mouth. That's we right. Were, we were we started like <laughs> so 2004. Good. I should have introed about, that. Until <laughs> about 2008. And then we broke up, and it was like that typical, like, you probably make a movie how we broke up. Like, Singer had nervous breakdown. We all hated each other. Oh, and, wow. You know, all that. And as years went on, I think the singer still hates all of us, but uh, over the years we've had op- like uh, like really you know. hates like or just, I think so. He's a little cranky. I see. Or I just cranky. Classic say cranky. singer. Yeah, yeah. Classic vocalists. Singer. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, make a long story short. Like over the last couple of years, we've always kind of had offers to like do little things and tours, like you know, like festivals in Indonesia right, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's never panned out, and we're always like, ah, fuck you. And, I know, just over like eight, you know, time time heals everything. Definitely. Unless you're a singer. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we actually had our first uh, practice on Saturday there. Our wow. drummer flew in from Winnipeg. And, Where are you jamming? Same uh, lineup? Clark in second. My yeah. buddy Tom and Chris have like a jam okay. space nice. area and stuff. Wait, so, wait, so are you like, is this a new lineup, new group? Or are you uh, resuscitating? Stu, who played Stu McKillop. Yeah. Who, uh, he actually has a. Rain, he runs Rain City Recordings now. I oh, nice. have many times on the show talked about how much I love RCR. Those guys oh, okay. are fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. They're, Him and Jesse are yeah. very, very talented producers. Yeah, for sure. So uh, Stu played guitar, 
But now he sings in a band called Youth Decay, and he's a really of course, good singer. Yeah, he's yeah. fucking super talented. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so he's going to sing, and we got Stu Ross, who plays in a band called Comeback Kid, yeah. and uh, he's going to play guitar. Familiar? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Comeback Kid's my entrance music. Yep. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Everything goes full circle. <laughs> Two Stu's, that's rare. Yeah. But, Real stew going on. Yeah. Fuck it. Don't, boys. Don't. So, yeah, we had our first jam. We'll see what happens, you know. We're just kind of well, throwing it cool. out there. That's pretty cool. How did it feel? Because I think you said it has been about eight years, right? How yeah. Did, how did that feel the first time? <clears throat> I mean, first time you slang the strap around your shoulder, you're like, oh, fuck, we're really doing this. Yeah. Well, they all still play music. All those guys are right. Like yeah, bands yeah. And shit. Yeah, but like, you, like, I'm how, a wrestler. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like how, how did you, like, how did, how did that feel flicking on the amps? It was rad. It's a good that's feeling, right? Stoked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was, I don't know, it's just good to, like, like, those guys are, like, my brothers, you know? Like, of course, course. I hated them when the band broke up, but it's, like, you know, you can't spend four or five years, eight to nine months a year in a van with someone and That's not right. love them, you know? Yeah. So it was good to, like, be back in the room with those yeah. guys. And yeah, you forget it pretty quickly as soon as, like, you, yeah, the first chord hits, yeah, you're right back in. Yeah, right it's weird, in. like, songs, like, I was trying, like, fuck, there's no way I'll remember this song, no way. And then, like, the minute the drums hit, I was just, mm. like... Burner, like, it's like, oh, it all came back to me. It was rad. That's cool, because, yeah. like, a lot of the muscle memory associated with that type of thing is is so just the definition of that. It's muscle memory. Like, you're, you're just going, like, I don't know about you, but sometimes songs I haven't played in a long, long time, I'll, I'll almost, like, have to not watch myself do it to remember. You know what I mean? Like, if you're, yeah. it's almost like if you pay too much attention to an old song that you don't remember that you might actually, like, over play it or overthink yeah. it or something you know what i'm saying yeah. yeah it's 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 beautiful though and all of a sudden you're like oh yeah what the fuck where was that hanging out in the recesses of my mind like yeah, just yeah. been sitting there for fucking years and you don't even know about it yeah that's pretty cool i think uh i think we were talking recently on the show maybe not even that recently but we have talked in like within the last 10 12 episodes we were talking about like that band dynamic that you can have with a group of guys where you have like like you said like you can't like for most people right now, if you're not a touring musician, you're you're probably jamming two, maybe three times a week. Yeah, you know, if that, yeah. if that, you get a couple hours in that, you know, however long your jams are, and then you go back to your regular life. You reset and you like do all the other things, and then you you know, <laughs> music's kind of like pulling you back and forth between those two dynamics. And when you go on tour, like you said, you're with these people all the fucking time. You're yeah. no longer surrounded by your loved ones. You, you can't decompress. You have to just like put up with these people. Like that's why a lot of these shelves, shelf life of bands is like, you know, four or five years, five, six years. Like that's a long fucking time yeah. on the road. Like, yeah. like, like it's a long time. But I guess what I'm getting at is with, with respect to professional wrestling and the traveling that's involved there, the camaraderie, uh, com- camaraderie that goes along with that um, because there's so much more of an inherent trust within that industry how do you find the the difference working working one industry to the other in terms of uh, like working with within a team dynamic how do you feel like that works ah, you know I think it's like uh, you know to me it's almost the same like what you know if you're doing a tour and usually like your band's toured up with a couple other bands and you're doing a big package tour for a few months, you know, you all end up melding together and it's kind of the same thing. Like when I go, you know, recently I've been doing stuff with ring of honor and stuff. And after one or two days on the road with those guys, it's almost like the same thing, you know, you're all bros and you're all there to entertain. And, you know, so I don't think there's a big, 
you know, it's basically the same thing, you it's know? A, yeah. Yeah. Except one, you wear tights and <laughs> you don't. Depends, other on, your band, band. Depends on your band. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're just so likable. That's what it is. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. I hope so. Because <laughs> like. Unless you're a singer. Unless you're like a singer. <laughs> What's like the wrestling equivalent of a singer? Is there like kind of a, a classic moody like oh, position? Like, like a trope? Yeah. yeah. Like, somebody, like, oh, of course. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's Maybe. a good question, I actually. Know. I don't know. Oh. I don't even know. As a fan, I don't even know the answer is. Like, yeah. fuck, I don't know. Uh, like ring announcers or something, maybe? No, all like, the ring announcers no. I know are oh, super okay. shipper. Super, okay. super yeah. humble guys. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's got to be somebody. That's a great be. fucking question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually... Maybe a, maybe a really nasty booker. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, just like the, the closest thing I can think Jim, of. Jim Cornette. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> of course it'd be Cornette. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fucking Cornette. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, WPW. Yeah. WPW, for those of you not using little euphemisms like us, WPW. <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, Wise Pro Wrestling. What, how, did this, how did this come about? What, what was the uh, genesis of this? What, what made you say, okay, look, I'm going to, I'm gonna get involved in promotion, and I'm gonna, not only that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna also like take on all the responsibilities that come along with that. Like, what made you? Because a lot of that's a really daunting thing for most people. Yeah. So what Super what made stressful. you feel that way? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm one of those people that like if if things aren't, and that was kind of one of the problems with music. Maybe like back in the day, if I would have chilled out, maybe Van or Daggermouth would have lasted a bit longer. I don't know. Like, I'm always one of those guys that's like. Let's tour. Let's go for this. Let's go for that. Let's yeah, go for yeah. that. And you know, the the local company I was working for at the time, I just kind of felt was like getting stale, and it was just kind of the same show over and over. And yeah. you know, and I would, I you know, like I would always put in my two cents, like, well, if you, if you guys are gonna poster, like, it's Vancouver, you got to pay the poster Nazi guy, yeah, right? Yeah, like, that's right. You know, and they, they poster mob. Yeah, the poster yeah. mob. You gotta yeah. give them hundreds of posters, you know, and they'd be like, "Oh, we gave them 40. It's like well, people that's don't fucking understand. Dumb. Like that's dumb. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like I just got tired. Posted over by tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it just got to a point. Like I don't want to bad talk anyone or anything, right? It just literally got to a point where it was like, you get to a show and they'd be like, "Oh, how many friends are you bringing, Kenny?" And it's like, "Oh, okay. Well, if I'm if it's up to me to advertise and it's up to me to." You know, and you, you, I was just wrestling the same guys year after year after year. Like, you could look at my last, you know, few years up at the venue at the last company. It was the same guys over and over and over. Right. And mm-hmm. It just got boring, you know. It's like, it's like to me, pro wrestling is a job. Whether it's a fun job, you know, and it's cool to travel around and stuff. But it's like anything. If you're not challenged, you get bored. I hear you. And, and Especially I, within your own, like, yeah. local promotion. Like, your own local scene like you want to be doing something that's gonna yeah benefit the whole scene here yeah and just coming from the punk rock background like i'm a huge no effects fan right and right i, I right. always look at like you know look at fat mike from fat records he started his own label he never you know i was just like i just want to be the fat mike of local wrestling yeah man. i'll start my own shit yeah, you know i'll fucking you know advertise and you know if it fails it falls on my hands but i think it's know. healthy i think i think it's healthy to have uh as many like conduits and outlets for for entertainment as possible like we're always encouraging people to do their own podcasts and we're always saying like do your own show like do your own thing like that's yeah. like the more the merrier like the 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 better 
everyone will be if like if like you know there's more content to choose from and there's more more avenues for that I, I think the idea of having like another promotion in in the region here yeah that that makes sense like i don't know i, I think it's great that just is for a wrestling fan i'm like fuck that's extra dates we can go to like you <laughs> yeah. know like, you know that's not as far between or, or few that you know i don't know or just in options like just like ah you know maybe this doesn't uh uh, appeal to me as much as this does this guy you know these guys are bringing guys from out of town and this is this and or these guys are bringing this like it's it just it just has like more of a flavor to it and it, it's kind of more happening like i guess if you think about it from like an external perspective yeah from i don't know like an international perspective people are like well what's going on in, in this scene and it's like oh well there's this like one league and they do this and this is it and it's like you got to know this guy to get in and you got to do this and like that seems pretty like a narrow, like a narrow bandwidth of, of like, you know, yeah. ideas that can go through that. But if you're like, oh, there's a couple, couple things going on, just like comedy or anything like yeah. that. If like, you know, there's a couple comedy rooms in the city that are like this level of circuit. And then there's like, you know, there's a, quite a bit, a few like open mics. There's quite a few of this. Like, yeah. it, it just offers more to the, the development of the scene. Because it, like you said, if you want to be the fat mic of, of that development, you need you need people that are going to want to carry on after you, right? Like, yeah, so, yeah. so how can you do that if, like, there's only so many spots, there's only so much time in a show, there's only, like, it makes sense to have more shows, more, yeah, yeah doesn't it? Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, like, I don't know, a year ago, because I work at the Wise Hall once in a while as a bouncer, and uh, the guy Norm there, he runs, like, a burlesque troupe, and, and he was like, oh, we should do, like, a burlesque wrestling-type thing. Right. And so we ended up doing a show called Glam Slam, and those um, go over really well. Those glorious, yeah, glorious so well. Yeah, I love them so much. I, I've, <laughs> I've heard more positive stuff about those events than probably, and I mean this for like, for like pretty much any entertainment I've heard in the city. I hear more positive things about the Glam events than than like, you know. In the last year, at least, it's yeah. so amazing. I'm oh, that's awesome! It. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, there's another one, November fifth. Yeah, the fifth. Yeah. yeah, we plug that with November fifth. Yeah, sure looks so. Looks yeah, so. they just Norm just announced it and stuff. But yeah, after seeing that, I was like, man, it's not that hard. Like, we're only doing three glam times a year. Why don't I do like three other wrestling shows a right. year here? And mm -hmm. you know, just kind of, just kind of snowballed from there. And that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Well, that's cool. I you know, you to sneak out. Sure. So, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you've been working with them for a little bit now. Well, a little bit, yeah. Well, a little kinda, bit, right? Yeah. But like, why don't you like just tell me a little bit about this? Because we had we had El Fantasma on the show. Yeah. And uh, you know, LP's like such a good guy. Such yeah, a yeah. Good guy. And we had you know beautiful Billy Suede, really good guys, really awesome guys. But LP told us this story about. Um, when he, he had like a tryout with R, uh, ROH and with Ring of Honor and how uh, I'm trying to recall this properly so if I'm not doing this right sorry <laughs> sorry LP sorry Riley but uh, basically he was trying to go across the border yeah uh, well I, I think he was know. just he was going to go across the border and try to live in St. Louis with Kyle that's right I don't know if he had any tryouts or anything right but I think he was yeah. trying to move his but, whole life down there but like yeah. just to be exposed in that area just what we were talking about a few minutes ago yeah where like you can't even have that opportunity unless you you are in the area you want to try it out what's happening in that area is this possible blah 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 that kind of yeah thing. it's it's just the same thing like the conduits open up but anyway uh so he was telling us that story and i started thinking about like like 
you know, what other kind of stories can we talk about, you know, <laughs> similar to this? And like, and, and I, I'd be really curious to hear uh, your side of the stuff, like just from your your own experiences, what what's gone on, especially recently. What do you mean, like, uh, like, like, just what's ha- like, uh, what? You, I'm not feeling very well. No, so no, I'm I think like maybe like diff- <laughs> like obviously that was a challenge like for LP to get across the border and it kind of yeah him up. yeah I mean not even so much like that's a like a more like just your own personal experience interacting with uh, Ring of Honor and like like how like. Uh, I don't know. I'm not putting this together, right? This is how it's. This is like, how it like, came to fruition. Kenny Lush, this is a goddamn ground ball to fucking center field, and I've just I fumbled it. Playoff, playoff game. I could completely not be understanding you. Either. That's okay. I am an idiot. Just tell me what's going on in your life right now, Kenny Lush. Oh, well, the Ring of Honor stuff's all through. Uh, you know, a couple. Man, when was it? Maybe. By the way, Mike literally left the room. And by the time he came back, we had accomplished zero. Zero. <laughs> but, <laughs> still not but his bladder is now. Yeah, yeah he's like, it's like, what did I miss? Yeah. Zero. Like, yeah. you've a, just me fumbling. So, does to come through with, like, yeah. anybody that you've wrestled, like, out here? Or, like, because, like, because I know you've brought in, like, Dalton Castle and, like, Joey Ryan and, like, all those guys. Like, has any of that, like, played any part in you getting to go, like, because I know you were just down in California as well. Yeah. So is that, like, opening more doors with the people you're bringing into Wise Pro Wrestling? Yeah, a little bit. Like, uh, you know, maybe a year and a half ago or something like that, my buddy Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly was like, hey, you should come on this little road trip as opposed to having him fly me all, you know, hop in a car and right. just chill, right. the, you know, and you know hang out and hit these towns up and you could just meet the guys and blah 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 and so i went out there and did that and uh got a dark match like a pre-tv taping match in uh toronto and that went pretty good right right yeah yeah and then you know it's like anything you gotta keep showing your face like earlier in the year i did uh they do like these tryouts okay like these two-day tryout things so i went down there and did the tryout and you know that was fun and then you know, I went back on the road, and they used me again in Toronto in May, and then I was just in Vegas for them. So, cool. you know, yeah, yeah. And, and through that, you know, you're meeting all the guys, you're hanging out, having some drinks after with them and stuff. And right, sure. You know, a lot of people, it's amazing. Everyone's always like, I want to go to Vancouver. I hear it's beautiful. Like, and so many people want to come in and check the city out. That's so, like, with, with Dalton, I was just like, man, come on out and and you know. Stay an extra day. I'll, 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 I'll chill out. Yeah, yeah. I'll take you to the aquarium. <laughs> you know, so we did that and nice. took him to like uh, Stanley Park and English Bay and stuff like that. So he yeah, had a great time. Yeah, I've always wondered that. Like, because I imagine like with Vancouver, it's such a. I mean, it's it's Vancouver. It's an amazing city to be yeah. in, and like wrestlers. It's a postcard, especially man. with like a lot of other like the big like obviously with like the WWE. They don't come here to do any of their tapings anymore or do anything like that. Yeah, and they and weren't they, even like, really no like... shows, no nothing like that. So like you never see like the bigger, even independent stars like come in very seldomly. And like when they do, like it seems like it's almost an event now. Like when yeah. those guys come through. Yeah, yeah. like I remember, like I've wrestled locally for years, and like. You know, I know Michelle Starr in ECC or in uh, All Star Wrestling. He brings in, you know, guys, but they're more like, you know, like ex WWE type yeah. guys and stuff like that. Not or like, like the, you know, the like on the older end of like the spectrum of yeah. talent, right? Yeah. So it's you know, like no one in the Vancouver scene was really bringing out any names or any like indie guys and stuff like that. So yeah. it's cool to be able to bring them out, and it's awesome too because like you see like 
companies like New Japan and Ring of Honor, like yeah. they have a fan base in Vancouver that I think I don't think a lot of the promoters realize they do, and like you know hasn't been tapped into like whatsoever like yeah. and, and when people get they just get jacked like to see like these guys like yeah it's, yeah like it's I, been amazing i just announced like uh the guys i'm bringing in for the december oh, 3rd show and not people even, are we're just losing my shit yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> people people are stoked yeah man yeah. i'm super excited and for those who don't know it's uh rapongi vice yeah trent beretta and yes. rocky romero That's so right. exciting yeah. so exciting to watch them and that was the same thing rocky's just like i'm like what are you doing december 3rd this is in vegas a few months ago and he's like nothing and I'm like you want to come up to Vancouver and he's like oh man I've always wanted to wrestle up there and see it like because he does some acting and stuff too and that right and, you know so he, he knows all about Vancouver and yeah. stuff so yeah it'll be good to get him up here and that's super sweet man yeah, yeah I was looking forward to that quite a bit as of right now they're, are they they're the current New Japan Junior yeah, junior tag team junior champions, tag? I think, or right. something like that. Uh, are they? Or, or I think maybe the Young Bucks might be again. Yeah, they are. They young are. Bucks are champions of everything. <laughs> they are. It seems yeah. that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just I saw like the photo of them holding like the six belts up the other day. Yeah. Like, awesome. There they are. What's this? I just saw this <laughs> as I typed in Rapongi Vice. It says uh, Rapongi Vice tag team drops hilarious album. <laughs> Ten track album. What the fuck? Oh, Rocky, Rocky Romero is like a musician. He has he makes his own entrance music and stuff. It's awesome. They dropped a ten track album on Bandcamp overnight. The song devoted oh, to Chuck camp. Taylor's career as a standout, amazing song. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, the album is called Six Trees Vice. Yeah, <laughs> nice. It features cameos from MVP and uh, Nakamura. That's <laughs> fair. Fucking, what the fuck? That's, yeah. There's a song dedicated to Shinsuke. That's hilarious. <laughs> you want to hear a funny story about Dom Castle? I would love to. Please, perp. By the way, that ground ball earlier, this is kind of what I was getting at. <laughs> okay. I just, uh, yeah, I couldn't enunciate it. Okay. <laughs> well, we, we put him up at the Waldorf, which is the same place like I put Joey Ryan up when he was in town earlier in the year. You know, it's an okay hotel. It's close to the venues, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So... I was in Australia a couple weekends ago, well, maybe a month ago for a little trip, and uh, I get this message from Tom, and he goes, dude, what the fuck? The, the Waldorf charged me $400. And I'm like, what, what, what do you mean? And uh, he's like, they're saying Dalton Castle stole a TV. What the I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I, like I, guess, I guess the Waldorf, when they... When you check out, this is all allegedly, in case there's any lawsuits. Yeah, allegedly. allegedly. I learned that by, uh, I'll tell you another story about Nickelback and me not using the word allegedly. Oh, Jesus. But, uh, <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So, this is all allegedly. So, they said he stole a TV. So, we're like, what the fuck? So, Tom calls the manager up and... And the guy's like, yep, you, 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 whoever was there stole TV, blah, blah, blah. And so I, I talked to Dalton, and he said, I guess there's no one that works the front desk at the Waldorf between, like, 10 and 6 or... or 10, allegedly. You know, yeah, allegedly, <laughs> like, 12 to 8 or something like that. Okay. And they told him, oh, when you check out, just put the key under the desk, like, under underneath the little shelf thing. And so when Dalton... It's East Van. He checked himself out. Yeah. Yeah, That's basically, he, he put the key down there because he had, like, a six-in-the-morning flight. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, there was some weird-looking dude, though, sleeping on the couch in the lobby. So I didn't know, you know. Anyways, make long story short, I guess weird-looking dude went <laughs> off, took <laughs> a TV, 
And then they filed, like Waldorf decides not to call any of us whose names are on file just to charge us $400. Like, let's not get to the bottom of the story. They made a police report and we called the cops and the cops were like, well, they have no proof. Like, yeah. And so yeah. I went to the Waldorf when I got back from Australia and I was like, well, I, I see you have cameras right there. Can you just show me proof and yeah. I'll, I'll happily pay you the $400. Oh, well, well, the, the, the image is only saved for six days. And I'm like, well, you didn't save the image of a guy no, stealing, stealing a TV? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, uh, nope. So you owe us $400. We're like, no, we ain't going to pay you guys. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That sounds yeah, that's weird. At, shady as yeah, fuck. At best, shady. Yeah. Best. So yeah. Fuck you, Waldorf. <laughs> what the allegedly. fuck? By the way, allegedly. allegedly, allegedly. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> you know, it'd be kind of crazy just to picture, like, you know, Dalton Castle with a <laughs> yeah, TV. Like stealing a television. Yeah, he's just yeah. like, you know, walking. He's like, oh, that was a fun weekend. You know, I'm yeah. just like. <laughs> I'm going to steal this, like, fucking piece of shit yeah, TV. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Hey. Bring it on a plane. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's it. Like, he's like, pretty loose. Can I check this? Is this okay? <laughs> and they're like, the yeah. I said, the manager at the Waldorf. I was like, why would he? He was going to the airport. Well, it's a small TV. Like, he could easily bring it on the airplane. Get the oh, fuck yeah. out of yeah. here. Okay, thanks for rationalizing dude. this. Yeah. <laughs> he took two shower caps yeah. and one yeah. television. Yeah. 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 Dude, you're never getting this $400. I'd, I'd be like, go go fuck yourself. Yeah. There's no way. I've tried to be cool about this. <laughs> so I think I think Visa had to step in and mm. right, yeah. fight for our right. Visa. Yeah, Visa, Visa. Yeah. <laughs> They're the real gangsters. That's a shitty yeah. like policy, though. Like, you don't have someone at the desk, but yet, like, this can't be an isolated incident. No yeah, shit. Exactly. You gotta feel that like that's moved. happened. Especially the guy. Okay, the yeah. guy on the couch, that means he had this. This is all not the first time he stole it. For TV sure. Like, he, first of all, he had to scout it out enough that he could catch a nap. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then, and then he was also, like, so muffed that he was like. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, they always leave the key, and then I go try every door with the key until, yeah, you know, it's the one. <laughs> and then that's my TV for the day. Like, yeah. go fuck yourself. He pawn shop, I assume. Dude, this whole thing is gross. Yeah. Kenny Lush. <laughs> Sickens me. Fucking so gross. <laughs> Tell me about your goddamn Nickelback story. Oh, so allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Double allegedly. Yeah. This one got me in a lot of trouble. Uh, if this uh, show had episode names, this one would be called Allegedly. That's what <laughs> it's, Or Ground Ball. <laughs> yeah, back, back when Daggermouth was going way back in the day, uh, you know, 2006 or something. Remember when uh, Chad, Chad Kruger allegedly... Actually, I think he was charged for it. So I don't know. Kick the shit out of Matthew Good. No, <laughs> but he got allegedly caught, allegedly was drunk driving or something like that. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. So, in his so, Lamborghini. Yeah. I think he was convicted of that. Yeah. Should we look this up while you talk about this? Go ahead. Yeah. So I allegedly I decided to back in the day of MySpace. I MySpace his, his record label and like and I was like you know all send a great. I was drunk or something. I talk shit because that's go. what I do. I talk mad shit. And uh, he was next thing you know, he was convicted oh. in 2008. Just heads up. Yeah, so it's not a legend. Yeah. <laughs> His sentence was $600 fine and no driving for a year. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. That was 2008. That's yeah, it, actually. Okay, go. So go ahead. But uh, so next thing you know, his label writes back and and MySpace is me back and he's all like, go fuck yourself. You guys can't. You what? Know? Yeah, like the guy was like super harsh. So I took his response and just posted on the, the Daggermouth MySpace like, oh, so, you know, if you disapprove of drunk driving, that's just stirring the pot, right? Yeah. If you disapprove of drunk driving, 
you know, write these guys a message. And I guess at the time, like they got like 2000 emails or something. Yeah. And like they, they were super choked at me. So next thing you know, like our MySpace got taken down and we oh, had to and all this, I, if I said allegedly was drunk driving, yeah, they couldn't have done anything, but we had to go do a little libel slander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah. It's just a little light, yeah, light casual slander. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, but nowadays, now that I'm, you know, have a wife and my rent's expensive, Nickelback, you need an opening band. Hit me up. That's right. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. What's up? Let's bury these hatches. Let's, yeah. <laughs> the reconciliation yeah. tour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is how yeah. you remind me. Forgiveness. Yeah. Are they still touring? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Why, why they, they are you kidding know. me? They're probably one of the highest grossing bands in North America. They they make stupid money. They make so much. They're the kind of group, for some reason, everyone seems to hate them, but everyone has a copy of their album. And I don't mean everyone here. I just mean, like, think about it. Someone you know has a copy of that album. Of their, one of their albums. Someone likes that. Never made a list of wise man. So everyone, <laughs> everyone has that goddamn download. Everyone has, everyone has a like a paperback novel. Like a paperback novel. Look at this photograph. Everyone has, everyone has the one there. It's just like I like your pants around your ankles, wherever the fuck it goes. I don't think it goes like that. Everyone has the one that's like I like to be a rock star. Yeah, rock star. Like, look, like, we were able just to like casually. You know, pantomime like what yeah, six well, yeah, songs? Of all time, yeah, of course, Pretty yeah. easy. Like if you if you have that many recognizable songs, you should be paid. I think. Avril yeah, Lavigne sure. and Chad Kroger broke up. Yeah, not before he sired a child with her, though, right? No, sired. she's a mom. Sired. Pretty confident. Child. Should we look this yeah, up? Yeah, look that up. There's a, you know what's really funny is there's a lot of uh, <laughs> sired. There's there's a lot of uh, nobility. <laughs> he had prima nocto with. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, no, the, uh, the thing I, I find funny right now as I look this up is that there's a lot of like half truths and like rumor that we're all like, yeah, didn't he, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we like all know like one or two stories. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Avril, you say they're divorced allegedly, right? Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> the, by the way, the top thing that came up for Google when I was typing this in said age difference. Oh. <laughs> Avril, Avril Lavigne, Chad Kruger, age difference? People want to know. Uh, as of so September 2nd, 2015, Avril Lavigne, Chad Kruger split after two years of marriage. Now, I said there's a child. Let's look at this. A siring? A child. I feel weird talking about Who's some kid out there. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's a baby. Well, she looks pretty pregnant. No, I don't know. <laughs> This All is a right. great episode, All by the way. Right. It's just your body. Yeah. 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 That's enough. <laughs> All right. Love you, Avril. Why did you have to be so complicated? Okay. Don't. So I, uh, I personally feel like it's, it's weird that uh, we have, like, this, like, I, when I was younger, the, the idea of, like, these people were talking about, it's really, it felt like these, like, mythical you know, people, legendary people that you, you just don't really interact with. And then like the more we like navigate through this entertainment industry and the more we get to know people and just develop these relationships, it's like everyone's, you know, kind of like one or two degrees, three degrees separation away oh, totally. from each other. Right. So I've always just found it weird how it's like, 
it kind of just turns into high school after a while. It's like, yeah, I know them. I was yeah. in their class or something like that. Like, that's weird. Like you have like a, you have a direct interaction story from like a couple of years ago. That's just like, that's fucking, that's weird. You know, yeah. like that, you know, it's weird to find that stuff out over time. This might just be the cold medicine. Talking oh, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, even with people that we've had in the past on the show, like, yeah, I, that's right. Yeah. I, like we had Jesse Laborde on two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. No, you're, yeah, he probably, was sick. I was probably sick. gave me that sickness. I'm pretty sure I was, <laughs> he was the culprit in that. Oh, yeah. no. But like even our friend, um, uh, Russian, Russian Tim. Oh, yeah. Russian Tim. <laughs> One of our tightest <laughs> friends. Yeah. yeah. Russian Tim's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I saw him on Saturday. Yeah. He's, Were you out at, uh, was it the, the Ramon show or whatever? Yeah, I was, I was bouncing oh, at right. the rickshaw yeah. that night. So. Yeah. We fucking love Russian Tim. But yeah, <laughs> like, uh, it just feels like it's just, the, the scene is it's, it's uh, always small here in Vancouver. Yeah. It's a big city, but it's small in so many aspects. So small. Yeah. I think uh I think I'd be remiss right now if we didn't plug the next Dopey Dub show as hard as we can right now. Let's do this. Well, this Saturday? This Saturday. This freaking Saturday, October twenty second. I'm gonna try and get this out in the next twenty four hours. We're recording on the Monday, so I'll try to get this out by Wednesday. Okay. So uh, let's run these details down. Fuck, I got nothing in front of me. Hold on. Hell on Hastings. Hell, Hell on Hastings. Hell on Hastings. Cannot wait. Main card is stacked. The three main events. Triple main event, right? Is that, yeah. how, is that how you're billing it? This got, uh, go <laughs> got uh, Joey Ryan versus Xavier Galaxy versus Xavier Colin Galaxy. Cutler, the Cougar Meat Kid, in a three-way dance. <laughs> Cougar Meat Kid. King of the dong style, <laughs> yes. son. King of dong style makes his return to Vancouver. Uh, that <laughs> honestly was one of my favorite matches that I've watched you wrestle in. Oh, like, thanks, ever. I, was, I, was, I was laughing so hard repeatedly and just like enjoying myself. I love that guy. Like, he's so, so funny. If you yeah, guys, so funny. Yeah, if you guys are at home right now and you want to be entertained right away, like immediately, uh, just go ahead and Google King of Dong style. Joey <laughs> Ryan. You pour in that work, celebration yeah. of his birthday or whatever that was. Yeah. Yeah. That video is so fucking funny. It's, it's fucking amazing. It's really good. He is excellent. He'll be in the house. Uh, we also have a Japanese deathmatch legend, yeah. Leatherface. Featuring our very own guest today, Kenny Lush. Let's talk a little bit about this. So, ten thousand thumbtacks in a death match. That's yeah. what that's what your weekend is going to be like. Right? Yeah. So let's just talk about that <laughs> so for a second. Good for the weekend <laughs> on Friday for All Star Wrestling in Cloverdale at the Alice McKay Building. I, oh. I got to wrestle. I have to wrestle Joey Ryan, and so I wrestle the King of Dong style. And then the next night I do a Japanese death map. Damn. <laughs> My life is fucked. God. That's a weird weekend. Yeah. That's, a, that's a powerful notion. <laughs> like, yeah. like, can't wait for Sunday. You're like, yeah. That's pretty cool. Sunday is Walking Dead. so Yo, okay. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Who do you, uh, we can talk about this right now, right? Um, who do you think uh, is the, who do you think Negan killed? I think he killed, uh, who's, Who's the, the guy with the like the the flat top, the big white guy? That's uh, yeah, what's his name? The guy who uh, this is a lot of spoilers for people if you're watching Walking Jeez, Dead. It's not even a spoiler tag. Walking Dead. If you're watching Walking Dead, turn it off right now or pause it or skip ahead or something. But uh, uh, I think it's his not name. Not a spoiler. We don't actually know. This is all speculation. speculation. <laughs> yeah, but but to get to the our speculation, we have to identify someone uh, who I was gonna say. Oh, the guy who uh, faked the fucking knowledge about you know. The Cure, that guy. That's what you're talking about. No, not that guy. The uh, oh, oh so you're talking about Abraham? Yeah, I think That's so. Yeah, yeah, kind of like it's presidential. Dude. Yeah, it's like yeah. 
Jefferson. Some yeah. like that. His name's fucking presidential. Yeah. Uh, I think he does it. It's not going to be Glenn or anyone big, I don't think. Well, I currently, don't know. I mean, that's, currently... That's the comic book to death. That's the comic book. That's the comic to death, but... They've not. You gotta think this shit in like simple pro wrestling psychology terms. They already blew their load with you know with with thinking they killed them off earlier, right? Right. So now if they kill them off now, everyone's just gonna be like, oh, okay, cool. So you can't do that. It's Norman Reedus. That's that's a good. No, it's not gonna be that guy because he's (laughs) like he's. he's, Dude, I'm thinking like once his contract up and he leaves the show. No, man, show's over. The show's over once he leaves. But it might be like it might be Daryl. Like Matt. Yo, if they kill Carl, which they Coral, Coral, if they kill Coral, uh, they're definitely like that's a pretty avant-garde step, right? Like they almost had him raped that one scene. Remember the one episode? Like it was the season yeah. prior to. The guy was on top of him was like, I'm going to have you or something like that. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, dude, that's kind of, yeah, yeah, they're like, what? Yeah, exactly. Some weird, like, oh, you got a pretty mouth for a <laughs> yeah. kid. You're like, that's weird to <laughs> fucking say, you know? Uh, so like they already had that. They could kill him. Beaten to bludgeon to death in front of his dad. That might yeah. happen. I think it could be Maggie too. Like, yeah. like that would be my guess. Yeah. That, that's my, you're going to go with Maggie. I'd go with Maggie. Yeah. Yeah. That way it still ties in with the whole like Glenn, Glenn stuff yeah. and it just like then it just went the other and way. And she's pregnant too. You don't want two kids on that show, you know. I mean babies. I mean oh. they did say the two people were gonna die in that first episode, right? Yeah. That's two. Oh yeah. man. One stroke. <laughs> that is actually that's a good call. Okay, so if you guys Harsh are brutality. You guys are riding the Maggie train? <laughs> yeah, I, if I had to put money on it, I'll bet Maggie. I'm gonna fucking just go all in on Daryl. I'm Rick. gonna just say like, Aww. yeah, imagine Rick. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the biggest <laughs> swerve of yeah. all fucking time, wouldn't it? If Rick is the one that died, especially all these like pre right little after, featurettes they're doing right yeah. after on like the Talking Dead or whatever. Chris Hardwick's just like, oh, this is the last season of The Walking yeah. Dead. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, what? yeah. Exactly. Like they just announce it. Like, oh, tune in. Uh, that'd be a huge swerve though. If it's Rick, <laughs> I'd actually be season? impressed. No. Oh, Would that impress yeah. you a little bit? Yeah, I think he's going to get his hand cut off, though. Yeah, that was supposed that. to happen. Waiting yeah. for that for years. <laughs> yeah, that was supposed to happen. Yeah, so he's going to get the Jamie Lannister treatment. Is that what's going to happen? Is The Walking Dead? Is there going to be like? A, is there an end in sight for that show? It no, seems like it's been going on forever. And it's one of those it's shows where, like, even if like the, so. the major cast is all killed off, you can kind of keep it going and going. Yeah, but yeah, I've never uh, caught the uh, one they they shoot out here. What's uh, the fear? Yeah, oh, fear. I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. It's weird because like you want on The Walking Dead, you want those people to live like that. You know, you cheer for them. Fear the Walking Dead is like, like I want those people to die. Like I've only wow. seen the first episode, but the the kids are annoying as fuck. The mom's an idiot. Yeah. Like, you know, the it's uh, just not like yeah. It's not, and the zombies it's are like great. shittier. You know, the budget isn't all there, so it's like really it's yeah. like see i haven't seen an episode of it yet but yeah i, I have heard mixed things about it you, you know what if you uh, really like the walking dead like you, you watch this and you'd be like nah. really okay yeah nah. so what is it like it's like the uh it's like the stargate uh yeah how many spinoffs of stargate it's the sea quest oh yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the stargate atlantis of fucking uh yeah Stargates. exactly <laughs> <laughs> they film all those out here too i'm pretty sure they did that i think so yeah, yeah. The fucking the sea quest. We shouldn't shit it. It's probably we must know at least one person that was probably. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about degrees. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. There's some all ca- my acting friends right now. Yeah. Cute, yeah. There's some guy next week. Some guy that's like, "How dare you? I fucking answered your call and everything. Now I'm never answering <laughs> your call. I'm like, great. It's great. Yeah. It's that's tricky though. 
How is it we can have a show about the entertainment industry and not step on a few toes eventually? Exactly. How is how are we supposed it's to happen at some point? Yeah, yeah. Like how are we supposed Bound to operate to. in any kind of capacity that makes logical sense? Because like if you're watching this at home, God love you. You're, you're you know you're, you're doing uh, thank you. You're doing good work. <laughs> the we Lord's appreciate work, that. Yeah. You're doing the Lord's work. We appreciate that. But uh, you know if you're tuning in because like of uh, a particular guest, maybe the magnificent loose cannon Kenny Lush right oh. here. Uh, if you're tuning in for that, obviously there's going to be stuff you want us to ask him that maybe you don't get to ask him in person, and maybe we can use this angle to like ask him that stuff. So I was thinking. Uh, I was fielded a question today. Were you okay? What was For it? you. Really? Yep. Yeah, shoot. Off of uh, my one friend of the show as well, Mr. Steve Kitchen, who does... Uh, oh, friend of the show? Kitchen. Uh, beer, <laughs> beer labels for Parallel 49 and oh, all that okay. uh, art for a lot of yeah, he does all band posters around town oh, as nice. well. Um, one day you... Uh, <laughs> it was actually at, like, I think it was the first Glam Slam. Yes. First glam slam. Uh, you came by us in the crowd and you smashed the dude with his blue buck that he had just like purchased. Oh, shit. <laughs> grabbed his beer and just like smashed it over Buddy's head. And I laughed. I've been laughing at about it for eight or nine months or a year now, I guess. Um, but he was asking me uh, a full on old school wrestling question where if you were a captain of a Survivor Series team, who your tag team partners could be. And he was like, anybody. He's like, anybody from any. Any era, oh. any walking era Good of question, wrestling. Steve he Kitchen. just wanted to know who you would want to have How on many? your five-man squad. So yeah. I have to pick four dudes. Yeah, you're yeah. the captain. And you're captain. <laughs> oh. Could be girls. I'd have to do. I'd have to do Mick Foley, as Cactus Jack for one of them. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. makes sense. Uh, you know, maybe the Macho Man. Also, it's also a fantastic second pick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just went ready to shit all over one of his picks. Yeah, right. Those of you pick him, like just like just jump all over his third pick. We're like, well, well, it's not even good. Like, dude, it's his pick. Like, let him pick what he wants. <laughs> I'd have to choose Kyle O'Reilly in there. Here we right go. Because he's my bud. Here we go. And he's a fucking ass kicker. He is. So I need one more dude, right? Oh man, this is this is a hard question. So Kyle. <laughs> Cactus Jack, <laughs> the Macho Man Randy Savage, <laughs> Kenny Lush, and uh, anchored by yeah, who's, we, who's the anchor? We need a high flyer. In yeah. There, so uh, I don't know. Maybe like throw Ricochet in there or something. Okay. You know, like, you know just Here to yeah. fucking go. Yeah. Yes. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. That's, a, that's a fantastic okay. answer. Yeah. He's like, that was a good answer. Just for supplemental question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Follow up. If you could choose your opponent captain who would your cat who would the opponent the who the captain of the opponent's team would be oh man it doesn't matter because they're going down that's right <laughs> go with that team how are they yeah gonna, how, i mean how never has a team ever been assembled before that <laughs> a makes sense and b <laughs> b was like just you know unstoppable like yeah. that like they're, they're pretty i don't know if i can pick anyone i'll throw stan hansen i'll lock up just their <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah Take I would massive lariats for the whole match. That's yeah. right. I would love to see the uh, the angle, the program that would develop out of yeah. that would make that like and to settle it at Survivor Series. Be like a sweet quantum yeah. leap episode or yeah, something. All these different people. <laughs> Ziggy, what's the chance K Lush beats Dad? <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Guess what? You can't leap until you know what? Okay, let me ask you this quantum leap 
or yeah. sliders. Well, I've never even seen sliders. Quam Leap. Why awesome. you never seen sliders? Yeah. Sliders is great. But yeah, sliders is pretty good. You never seen sliders? The no. You know the fat kid from the stand? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he uh, grew up to be that guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, I think it's the guy from the My Secret Identity. Is it Isn't from it? the the fight thing that we were talking about before? No. Uh, what's that guy? What's the lead guy? Oh my god! Anyway, oh I know what you're talking about. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. He's, a, he's a you know he had a bit of poundage on him. Yeah. And when uh, when uh, I think Richard Dreyfus narrated his life for a little bit there in that film, <laughs> right. and then he grew up to be that guy, and then he married Rebecca Romijn. Oh, not bad. What? Is that true? Allegedly. 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 Kitty Lush is like, I'm so glad I came down here. You guys are so well researched. <laughs> hey, I haven't seen quite a leap though. The first time I ever tried mushrooms was on tour. Uh, we played Winnipeg and we had like a day off and then we're in Toronto. So you just, that's like a 24 hour drive or something, right? So you had to just. Big time. Out. I'm from that area in the northwestern Ontario. So like Sudbury or something? No, like, or? like Kenora, like outside oh, Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Shit-town. that fucking run. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. It's, it's tough. It's, <laughs> it's a tough like, run. It's like. It's actually 29 hours straight from Kenora to Ottawa. Yeah, and there's fucking hard, deer all hard. over the road. Dude, it's like nightmare drive. Nightmare. <laughs> Worst. I remember, Worst. Uh, like, our drummer Dan Don, he was a bit of a, like, he just says the most random shit that comes to his head. And uh, we were driving, mm-hmm. and there's deer everywhere all over that highway. And he just goes, you know what? Deers are like the hipsters of the forest. Think about it. They just <laughs> hang out. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Know, it's just the most they random don't. thing. And they never learn. <laughs> they never fucking learn. By the way, I looked it up. Jerry O'Connell definitely married Rebecca Romain. Oh, I'm glad we Stamos. sorted that out. Stamos. Stamos. Is it just Romain now, though? Yeah, I think so. Because of the Stamos. Yeah, but you might want the Stamos now that Full House is killing it on That's fucking right. Netflix. Fuller oh, House. Really? It's crazy. Oh, interesting. Joey Ryan was in that episode of Fuller House where they wrestled at the Lucha show. He's one of the guys in it. What? There's a Lucha episode of Fuller House? Yeah. Have you not seen it? No. I might oh. check this out now. I got to admit, I'm going to watch it. He's, he's yeah. got a mask <laughs> and stuff, I believe. But yeah, he's one of the guys doing the... Yeah, Amazing. I guess Candace Cameron or whatever. Candace Cameron Bure actually learned how to wrestle what? for it. Yeah. She, she's she taking bumps. Stuff. She learned how to take bumps. Yeah. Hold so, yeah. the fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I'm writing, I'm going to Google this and see if this comes up with anything. Sliders wrestling episode. No, it was a Fuller, Fuller House. Fuller House. Fuller I know House. that. I'm trying to there's add. No, there's no Sliders wrestling episode. You don't, don't know that, and I don't know that until we look this up. They had shit with dinosaurs and stuff. I know, I know Kenny Lester was referring to Fuller House. So it was medium embarrassing. I know that. It was okay. <laughs> uh, I've never seen it. I gotta check it out. Yeah. It's cre- it, You know the guy that it's played... It's a cool uh, premise. Yeah, you know the, the guy that played Gimli in leap. Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah. But before that. Uh, he's like this crazy <laughs> scientist. And uh, he... Him and like you know Jerry O'Connell, and they all get sucked through the sliders thing. It's basically quantum leap. The more you explain it, basically it is, it is basically no, seriously very little to sliders. sliders. Yeah, it's like quantum leap where they jump into that. But basically, every time every episode is like a new dimension. But it's like they're trying to get back home, and every time they they slide to another dimension, it's like something totally different. Where like everyone walks on their hands or. You know, Britain won the Revolutionary War. This like sounds that. totally. This is bullshit. This is quantum leap ripoff, yeah, dude. It's yeah. well, pretty what funny. Like, leap come out. Let's look this up. All right, Jesus, this is such a well-researched. Jerry O'Connell. 
<laughs> yeah, the, the first time I ever tried mushrooms was on that drive from Winnipeg to Toronto. We did it all yeah. night, and I did mushrooms and watched like two full seasons of Quantum Leap in the back of a van. <laughs> How was that? It changed my life. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. No well, kidding. Awesome. Fucking popping out everywhere yeah. too. Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> a real shit show. Oh my god, uh, Quantum Leap. So sorry, <laughs> sliders. I looked that up first because you know, gotta know where to start. Uh, it's like mid '90s. Yeah, late nineties. It was, a, it was, like, oh, it was on with like fucking Hercules and Zeno. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's Quantum Leap old. <laughs> Quantum Leap is old. Quantum Leap's oh. like what, like late eighties? Oh, yeah. Okay. The All guy. Right. The guy yeah, ended mid, up be- mid to late eighties. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he like, ended up becoming the uh, the captain of the Enterprise. Then the prequel. What's his name? The guy from Quantum Leap. Oh yeah. Yeah, Fuck. I, don't, I don't oh, remember at all. Scott Bakula. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How I know that, I don't know. That's a great, it's a crazy <laughs> name. Shroom knowledge That's right there. Shroom yeah. Shroom. <laughs> Just burned into your head. Scott. Watch them credits forever. <laughs> Former scientist Sam Beckett finds himself trapped in time. Dude, this is exactly, okay, I'm going to read this to you. Well, Former scientist Sam Beckett finds himself trapped in time due to an experiment gone awry, leaping into the body of a different Arai. person each week. Awry? Awry. Awry. Right, God damn it. So that's it. So that, okay, but here's the here's the synopsis of sliders. This is gonna be sad. Quinn Mallory has a problem. He's discovered a way to travel to other dimensions. So what's the issue? He can't get back home. Dude, that's like that's the exact what the fuck? That's, see, the difference between the two is like like Quantum Leap would be filmed in Hollywood. Sliders would be filmed in Vancouver. Yeah, definitely. Like, definitely. Sliders is the Fear the Walking Dead of the Walking Dead. <laughs> very true. <laughs> very true. <laughs> they have some good tropes though. Like uh, they'd always try to come back home. They thought they would think they were home, but like the gate. I don't know if you remember this show very well, but there's like the gate always squeaks in a certain way that they go through. And I remember they get home at one point, oh. and then they close the gate to like. It's the wrong, it's oh, the right. wrong spot. Like it's almost, not it's home. Like, it's just like everything can be slightly off. Yeah, it's like the anchor in uh, Inception. You know, he, he bring the what is it, like the, the top, the top. Yeah, was it a dreidel or something? Dreidel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dreidel. yeah basically, term, yeah. that's it. Yeah, if you want to get you know Jewish, accurate. Accurate. <laughs> if you want to get all Jewish on <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to get all uh, kosher on us. We can get, you know, <laughs> but yeah, like it's like the weird thing. I don't know. I don't know if that happens at Quantum Leap or not. Scott Bakula is a badass, though. Not an Enterprise. No, I hated the Enterprise. I don't know if I didn't watch Enterprise. I didn't watch Star Trek at all. Ever? No. My dad watched Next Generation, but that was it. Best Generation. Yeah. You didn't find yourself watching that? No. And still two songs. I don't know why. I was trying to think about this the other day. Like, It must be because it was bedtime when I was a kid. So that's why I hate the fucking theme songs. But the theme songs from Taxi and Mash oh, drive dude. me up the fucking wall. Yo, we <laughs> share this. We share this and come. Taxi one just drove me mental. <laughs> yeah. just, and I think it was because I had to go to bed when it was on. Or something, yeah. so. Which should like, really put things into perspective. Like, think about song. the idea that like, because like when you would hear like you'd just be like oh god here it and it's funny because like that sh- that show is syndicated for a long yeah, time right mash. so just like as a kid <laughs> like you don't oh, know yeah. this no one knows this as a kid like but like to be syndicated that late after your show's been over for a while it's like obviously it's a classic show and all this stuff but it would come on right when kids would go to bed yeah. and so you're right like it's associated with like oh fuck that show or like yeah mash yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Suicide is painless. 
Great the song's song. actually called Suicide I is know. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. That that they never get to the lyrics in the show, though. <laughs> never. No, <laughs> never. That's really fucked up, though. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's, it's the most, uh, one of the most successful shows of all time. Yeah. The, uh, I think the, uh, the final episode had the most watched. views. Yeah, yeah, most watched it's views. Pretty sad. Yeah. Until uh, the Friends ending. The Friends mm. finale, I think. Mm. I've never watched an episode of Friends. I've watched That's one impossible. episode of Friends. I've watched the. Uh, <laughs> like, I feel like Friends episodes happen to you. That's weird. Like, whether I, you like it or not. I watched like the the moving one, like the the pivot one. That's it. I've never seen more know. than like maybe two or three really? tops. No. Yeah, I, I never watched it. It's just like I don't know. I didn't really have like an extensive cable package growing up. Fair enough. So I was uh Kenora. <laughs> yeah. It's more into yeah, watching husky, deer husky, on the highway. Husky, <laughs> the channel. Husky, musky husky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Uh let me let me ask you this. Yeah. When you were first uh first lacing up boots, first getting yourself into a mindset of like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a professional wrestler, I'm gonna try this out. Um okay. I'm gonna figure out my way in 1999 1999 yeah. when you were first doing that um prior to that do you remember the the first time you were like okay i i think i could do this i think i could i think i could hold my own in there i you know these guys are they're doing it they're pretty good but i think i could do my own my own way yeah like i remember the first time i saw like uh independent wrestling like my dad took me to WWF shows when I was a kid and right. all that stuff. But I remember the first time I, I saw independent wrestling like uh, at the old Eagles Hall in New West when Michelle Starr used to own ECCW. They'd run shows there and it was awesome. But some of the guys on the show were like, I was like, even as like 17, 18 years old, I was like, I know right now I can do better than that. Wow. So. <laughs> okay. That's pretty cool. I picked like, it up pretty fast. Yeah. Like I was wrestling after three months of training. Where And where did you train? I trained, it's now an apartment building, but it used to be called uh, Savard's Boxing Club. It was on like Main and 2nd, and uh, uh, Rocket Randy Tyler had a, had a like, kind of set right. a ring up there and trained. He only, it was only around for maybe a year or something like that, but he trained a couple guys. I'm the only guy that's still dumb enough to still wrestle. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he's the one that trained me, and after three months... <laughs> You know, it was every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday or something like that, and and uh, three hours each time. And after three months, he's like, "Man, eh, basically know enough. Now you gotta get in there and wrestle." So Jesus, yeah. He took me out to Oregon. I started wrestling out there. Who was your Who was your first match against? It was against Iron Mike Roselli, who was one of uh, uh, my trainers too, and it was a three way. Which is super hard to pull off for your for first your match. first match. Yeah. <laughs> what in the middle of nowhere? It was in Hermiston, Oregon, and it was Mike Roselli and Fade. And Fade now goes well. His real name is Fraser Atchison, and he's like a big stunts guy. And uh, oh, okay, yeah, he was in. You could see him on the bridge fighting. Uh, not dare to Deadpool. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. So he's killing it, like acting wise. Now it's awesome. So. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Um, how the fuck did you get? Like roped into doing a uh, like a triple threat, your first <laughs> like weren't you like uh, I don't think I thought we should start with like you know one on one or something. It's you know the promote the promoters just because they I I wasn't even booked on this. It was just like uh, come out and we'll see what happens. And I think it was just like the promoter like 
you know, oh, we'll put this guy he brought in a match, but he has to go in there with you guys. And yeah, you know, <laughs> were you were you eager or were you like, oh, hey, super stoked? Yeah. And afterwards, like, I was like, oh man, that's the best match of all time. I'm sure, it sucked. <laughs> I never saw him. I'm sure, I'm sure it was the shits. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, do you remember the finish? Oh no, not even. No. I think I got power bombed or something like that. Or... What, when was the first time? Speaking of, we were talking about signature moves before you showed up. Yeah, your particularly your own move set that we were like, okay, we like you know, a couple couple of pieces we were pointing out. Uh, we were telling Seamart how you're you're apt and prone to uh, uh, spitting in the air and then catching your own yeah. spit and then uh, <laughs> yelling at the crowd and telling them uh, you know various. Uh, aggressive platitudes. <laughs> I'm trying to find the most uh, scientific way to describe this. <laughs> the, the spit in the air thing, I actually, I'll admit, I, I ripped it off from Leatherface. Uh, you know, we were tag partners in Korea and I'd see him do it in Korea. And I was like, oh, that got over really big. And, you know, I was like, oh, he'll never wrestle in Vancouver again. He's, he's kind of retired now. It's like, oh, he's now like, I'm going to. I'm bringing a chainsaw and 10,000 thumbtacks. Yeah. You're done. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Fine, I'll fight you for it. Yeah. <laughs> fight for the right to spit the air. Hilarious. So what's yeah. going to happen? Are you both going to do it then? Yeah, will he do it this this nope. will he do it this weekend? I don't know. We we'll gotta see. Oh, see that? That's a little that's a little trailer we yeah. just set up there. You'll have to see this ask, Saturday. What do you think, MD? Do you think what do you think is gonna happen? I think he's probably gonna be incensed with rage when he sees <laughs> that not only not only is Kenny Lush here to move. that's right, not only is Kenny Lush here to to fight him <laughs> internationally, but uh, he's also going to uh, you know. He's gonna fight him for the right to do that. I think it's gonna happen. It's gonna fight happen. to right to spit in the air. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty confident about this now that I'm saying it. Out yeah. Loud. <laughs> Maybe he knows I ripped him off already, and that's why he's because this is his first match in Canada in like 12 years or something. Oh, like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Did he like? Uh, he's like he was semi like retired and then came back. Is that how that works? Well, no. He's always just kind of like he's wrestled throughout the years in like Korea and Japan and you know the odd stint in Mexico and stuff right. like that but it's weird when yeah. other people put that tag on you when you're like they're like oh he's an active active wrestler he's an active performer he's, he's doing all you know all these different things and then there's like someone who comes out and is like well he hasn't wrestled in a bit so maybe you know he's and like people put those like that happens in music all the time yeah too. yeah you don't see a band perform for a while they go what are they doing well they must be retired yeah or something going. yeah it's like no they're not they're, not, they're yeah. doing their own thing kind of yeah he's still been busy though he was uh he just fought you know maybe six months ago in Korea, he fought Bob Sapp, you know, the big giant Jesus MMA fighter. Christ. He fought him for the That's WWE title belt. So he went from Bob Bob the Beast Sapp yeah. to Kenny Loose Cannon Lush. That's a, that's a good step up. Yeah, like Bob yeah. Saps. I've done a few tours with him over in Korea. If you ever get a chance to have him on podcast, that dude has some fucking crazy oh, I you know, he would have an amazing <laughs> story. My first couple questions would be. Yeah, if he, <laughs> if he ever comes over, yeah, we'd love if you'd set us up with that. That'd be cool. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, man, I remember the first time I ever saw him fight was like uh, him versus like Kimo, Kino. Kimo. Oh, Kimo, the yeah, yeah, he's the like Leopold, right? Yeah, That's yeah. right, yeah. Just I think he just goes, he's like Prince 
or Madonna now. He just goes by ke- <laughs> yeah. chemo now. Whatever. But like he had just gotten, uh, chemo had just gotten his like back piece and like all this stuff. So you're like watching this guy that looks like he's like a prison fighter yeah. versus like this behemoth of a man and Bob Sapp. And that was brutal. And that was the one where he, I think he broke uh, chemo's ribs in the like the final round or something like that. Oh, wow. I was like, oh my God, just imagine that. Like, how'd you break your ribs on Bob Sapp's fists? Yeah. <laughs> Awful. Awful situation. <laughs> the thing that Sapp was telling me too, he uh when he he was pretty fucking broke when he got sent that contract, he thought he was going to Japan to do to do uh like pro wrestling. Right. He didn't know like he didn't know K one and yeah, Pride he, and stuff like that was like MMA. He like thought he was pro wrestling, like a work, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's fucked weird. up, right? Yeah. But then, but then you hear rumblings and rumors that a lot of those promotions may have actually been like kind of you know work shoot works kind of thing. Yeah, where even now, like, I know, like a lot of people. I've had this argument with people. And yeah. They're all. They're all. You know. Oh, it's just cause the pro wrestler in you, blah blah. But promoters know, even in that style, like you know, for instance, Conor McGregor. You of know, course, they want him to win. They'll feed him special guys. It you know, serves the promoter. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I, I, that yeah. narrative. Yeah, and Bob, Bob even was telling me. I don't know if I should say this or not. Like he was even telling me at one point he's heard stories of like, you know, two guys are about to fight, and the promoter will walk into the room, and you know, like. A lot of fighters will have their family fly over, to, you know, and they'll they'll be like, oh, "I don't want to alarm you, but I heard your your something's happening on your on the flight that your family's on." Like they'll try to fuck with pro fighters, yeah. To you know, so it's not like set up in the way where it's like you win in the second round, but like you know, they'll they'll fuck with guys. <laughs> it's to, implied, yeah. right? Or like. Uh... Just things, yeah. They like hold back one of your cut men or something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And you're that. like, "Where's my guy?" And like, it just throws off the the rhythm mm. of your corner. I guess. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I've heard that stuff too. I've heard uh, just just I've heard the exact opposite of that too. Like really greasy stuff where they'll go and tell the one guy, "Hey, look, uh, you know, it's not your night." The other guy's <laughs> going down in the second. Yeah. Right. So just go out there, lay it all out. You, you know, he's going down no matter what, so you can just play it safe in the first and go. And he'll go down in the second. And then they go tell the other guy that, like, hey, this guy is uh, actually going down in the first for you, so, like, you can go out there and just, just roll him in the first or whatever. Oh, so, shit. So, so yeah, he's just like, to... right, and so the other guy comes out tired in the second and goes down. And the yeah. other guy, is he's especially the confidence that you have, like, oh, this guy's going down in the second. Like, that kind of stuff where they, they're literally playing both against each yeah. other rather than, I don't know, just kind of thing. It's not so... <laughs> Ving Rhames in like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, <laughs> that's two Pulp Fiction references in one episode. By the way, the five dollar milkshake, and now we got Ving Rhames. You feel that? That's pride fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> the game is filled to the brim <clears throat> with. <laughs> anyway. Fuck. Um, I got to ask this because yeah. uh, ask anything. A lot of people. Don't give a fuck. Okay, a lot of people <laughs> don't don't ask this stuff, so I'm gonna ask the way. Yeah. Um, you've had. Thumbtacks in matches before? Yeah, I did one with Leatherface, like, oh, man, years ago, like, before the Daggermouth. I have two, like, separate eras of wrestling, like, pre-Daggermouth and after Daggermouth. Right. And, uh, yeah, probably, like, 2002 or something, I did a Thumbtack deathmatch against him in You've Cloverdale. Had a pretty rad life. Like, <laughs> like, like, so far, so good. Yeah, yeah if like, I put it all into 
college as opposed to touring and wrestling, I'd be like a <laughs> fucking doctor or something like that. <laughs> Not living above crackheads on fucking Franklin Street. But. Jesus. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> fuck. Uh, the uh, the thumbtacks, though, like people at home, you know, there's always the guys that are like, oh, they're, you know, they're worked. They're like, you know. Yeah. They're like, oh, they, they're, they're dull. Or or whatever like that, but like they're like trust me, doll would suck more. That's than right, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like they're thumbtacks, right? Like people people don't understand. Like you get a thumbtack in your foot, and and people are like fall down, and it's the worst day they've ever had. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, I've had like ten thousand <laughs> thumbtacks. That's insane, man. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. What is that? Can you just walk us through the first time you ever had that type of match? What was that like? What was the what was the uh, what was the feeling going into it? Like, like, were you trying it at first? Like, at the back? Like, how does this feel? Like, two or three in the arm or something like that? Or are you just like, like, fuck it, I'm going to go for it? Like, back when I was a kid, it's just like, oh, Mick Foley, dude. Oh, I'm going to do it, you know? <laughs> so, like, it's pretty good reason, you know? And now, and now you see him, and he's like, he can barely walk. And it's like, ugh, maybe that's not a guy I should have, like, <laughs> modeled my, modeled my Emulate yeah. 100%. I should have yeah. been, like, the hockey talk, man. I'm just fucking... <laughs> You know, shake your hips, just shake my hips for fucking 80 years. Sing and dance. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that's crazy. But like on a, on a pain scale though, I'm going to ask. Well, with that. adrenaline, you don't feel you don't it. Feel it yeah, really. yeah. Like I've, you know, I've been knocked out and you know, you kind of just get up. You don't feel it. Like I've been knocked silly a few times. Like, really? Yeah. What was the, uh, what was the nature of that? Like what, how, how did you, how did you get knocked? Like, cause Getting knocked out. I was like, I was diving from the top rope to the floor, and and the guy instead of like catching me, f- flaked out at the last minute and kind of moved and just kind of like grabbed my legs. So I kind of went douche. Ooh. So yeah, like face face first almost. Yeah, it yeah. sounded like a like a coconut Ooh, hitting the floor. God. Every it was funny because everyone was like, "Oh, you're out for like two minutes," but I swear I was just like, "No, man, I got back up and I." <laughs> yeah, I was, no, you the, looked like you were dead. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's, That's the crazy. old Russian hall, yeah. So it's a like I've always heard like the actually going to the back and having the removed like you're almost like taking them out singular like at a time. Yeah, like, right? what's That's that like? probably the... yeah. I don't know. That kind of sucks. You, adrenaline <laughs> is your friend. At that Are moment. you like really yeah. hyping you up for this weekend? We're like, yeah. by the way, you're by like, way. like the goal is to not have any thumbtacks, me gentlemen. Yeah, actually, I'm trying to win here. Yeah, Fox. exactly. Is there ever <laughs> a thumbtack match with no thumbtacks on a person? Uh, is that possible? I don't know. I don't I think don't so. I feel I, like I think people would want their money yeah. back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it would be such imagine. a shitty tease. Yeah, yeah. But we saw at uh, the last ballroom brawl when uh, Plexus got slammed to the table. Yeah, but the table didn't break, yeah. and then he just got slammed into the thumbtacks like a hard power bomb. And I was like, that looked terrible. Like, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> you want the table right? to break there? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's a. Uh, that's. I mean, that's crazy. Like, there's. I, I mean, a lot of this stuff is, like, not even comprehensible to a lot of people. Like, yeah. like, a lot of people listening have nothing to do with entertainment at all. They, yeah. They have no rational reasoning for anything. They of this. think I'm an idiot. They, <laughs> they think it's, like, strange as fuck, right? Like, yeah. Like, the idea, but, like, we respect the shit out of it. So, I guess what I'm saying is, like, someone at home who's, like, hearing this, they go, like, okay, like, you're going to get uh, 10,000 thumbtacks in a match, but, you know stuff can go wrong like like uh, a table couldn't break or something like that you know all this stuff and it's it makes people feel like i don't know like that's what makes you 
like a god, right? Like that, that's that, that's that's what you're. That's what the sale is, ladies and gentlemen. That's what the spot is. Like we're trying to like let you guys know like how fucking impressive it is to take on the responsibility of a booking all this shit and getting it all set up and and uh, having the promotion behind it, having the mind and the creative outlet to do that, and then b also jump in the goddamn ring and like make it happen. Like you're you're gonna go do it all. Like yeah. that's that's fucking impressive. Gets man. one of my idols, so you know. That's right. It's, yeah. I'm pretty looking forward to it. It's going to yeah. be a good show. Dude, I think we're all pretty fucking stoked yeah, about this. Yeah, top to bottom. Yeah. should be great. Yeah, man. Um, let's run down the details again one more time for Helen Hastings here. Let's go. Uh, so we have our three main events. Yeah, we got uh, Xavier Galaxy, Cougar Meat Kid, Colin Cutler, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> against Joey Ryan, the King of Dong style. Yeah. We got El Fantasmo versus Jeff Cobb, who's from Lucha Underground. Fantanza. Yeah, Friends of the show. <laughs> LP. And yep. uh, me versus Leatherface. And we got right. We got four great matches in the undercard featuring Billy Swade and Randy Tyler. Friend of the show. Girls and... Uh, yeah, and the show sold out, so we're releasing 25 tickets at the door, so if you want to line up, line up. But everyone's writing me saying, oh, do you have any tickets left? No, I don't. Nope. December 3rd. That's I'll, what we're going to plug right now, Yeah, right? I'll tell you guys right now. Uh, it's going to be Kenny Lush and Billy Suede, the East Van Warriors versus Rapungi Vice from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, shit. Uh, we got a bunch of other names that we haven't announced yet, but I'll announce the first time anyone knows yet is uh, Chelsea Green's coming back from TNA. Yes. Oh, shit. Awesome. So, that's, yeah. that's rad. Nice. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. She put on that Take. war there of the, uh, the Wise Hall with uh, Nicole there when her head hit the, the stairs. Yeah. Right? That was brutal. Yeah. Brutal match. That was, that was one of the best women's <laughs> matches I think I've ever seen. Me too. I yeah. was so stoked on that. Yeah, Super that was stoked. stiff. Yeah. <laughs> Poor girl. Such a pretty girl. So pretty. Yeah. yeah, but she's she's been killing it. She's one of those people that have like, you know, when she first came around cuz she didn't a lot of everyone grows up watching wrestling that wants to become wrestlers. She kind of just got into it <clears throat> within the, you know, a few years before training and you know, like a lot of people at first, you know, talk mad shit on her, but she's fucking killing it. She's working hard. She, you know, she's done a yeah. tour or two of Japan and you know, she's fucking killing it. She of earns course, it yeah. all. So I think that's awesome, man. Yeah. Dude, look at this. It's pretty, like, I mean, it's funny, you know, we have guests on and, and like, we always are like, hey, let, let's promote this. Let's, let's plug this. It's always a good sign when what we're plugging is already sold out. So Fuck I got to yeah. say, we're on the right track here. And if you guys want to get involved, December 3rd, that is the next show. That's, don't sleep, ladies and gentlemen, because all you right now that wanted to go to Hell on Hastings, you all slept. You don't have tickets. If you want to line up, you might get one of the first 25 tickets released at the door. You stupid fox. You buy tickets. You stupid <laughs> fox. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow uh, Kenny Lush, he's, he's just... I'm going to try and throw some uh, alliteration out there. All right. Killer Kenny Lush. Right. If you want to follow <laughs> Kenny Lush, uh, how can they do so, sir? I'm on Facebook at uh, Kenneth A. Lush. That's my real name. That's also my Twitter. Is it? Kenneth A. Lush. Yeah. Kenneth A. Lush. I know yeah. that. I follow yeah. you. I know. It's I should like have like, <laughs> I don't know, because I got music and I like post pictures of my chihuahuas and stuff. So I just keep it mm. as my real name. You know? Yeah? I don't really have a fan page or anything. Someone made me one and gave me the password, but like, 
Nah, just add me. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Lush. You're going to have to change that in the future. Might have to have a conversation off air. Figure that out for you. <laughs> really? Get you, get you a nice little thing going there. I think we could figure that out. You're making good moves. I think you need to have a hub that people can come and find everything out about you. Why not? What I need is a pro wrestling tea store. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes, stepping it up. Yeah, I fucking so agree. That's right. Buy my fucking merch. You can get Dalton Castle shirts just like this one yeah. here, or uh, Kenny Lush shirts, or whatever kind of shirts you yeah. want, right? Uh, Savedra, how can people follow you online if they want to follow you? Uh, you can follow me at the Savedra on Twitter. That's right. Let's just do that one. And Seamart, uh, <laughs> how can people follow you if they're so inclined to follow you? Like, if they want to... Just don't. Just... I wouldn't, I wouldn't. He's a hermit. <laughs> just, uh, I've been putting in the uh, details now. Uh, I wouldn't bother, but I would yeah. I would look at this. And then I put the Boomsday Alliance Instagram. Oh, nice. That's what you want to say, right? Yeah, Boomsday Alliance. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at MD underscore Boomsday all across the board. Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Facebook, wherever. And uh, please follow us, the podcast. On, we're available That's on... The one. Follow that one. We're available on Instagram. Uh, we're available on iTunes, uh, YouTube, Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. We're everywhere you can find podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. We're all over the place. Go to intergalacticinterviews.com. You can also find past episodes there, previous episodes, and reach out to us if you want to get in touch with us about a guest idea or uh, maybe you just want to send us some feedback on the show, positive or negative. We love it all. Just let us know. You can always hit negative. us up at intergalacticinterviews at gmail.com. Uh, Kenny Lush. You're a champion. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, Maybe we could do it again with the band if it happens. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> are you, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't tease me like that. Because <laughs> uh, we will definitely have you all on. We'll make room for you all. Yeah. We'll make room. We've had four um, people back there. We've had four people on that side before. So it's like Perfect. A, make that work. Um, the, uh, the thing I was going to say is... Uh, um, I, I've mentioned this throughout the episode that I'm not feeling well, but when I am feeling better, I will give you a 20 out of 10 show, and I will, I will give you the best I could possibly give you. Oh, I thought you were good today. Uh, <laughs> we had that little hiccup, but, you know, it, I blame him, his bladder for the name. Yeah. The minute came back, you... Just so you know, uh, that little hiccup will haunt me for the next... Until it's our next bug show, yeah, it's oh bug yeah, you. for sure. That was, <laughs> I was like, oh great, okay. He no. gets easily bugged by shit. Yeah, like that. yeah oh. very easily. Perfectionist, that's a good sign. Uh, you're fucking awesome, and uh, you're friend good of the show. Good luck this weekend. Yeah, yeah. good luck this weekend. We're super fucking stoked. You guys are all coming out. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 we'll be there. Percent. Yeah. Um, okay. I was gonna say one more thing before we go is. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already, go ahead and check out WPW on Facebook, all their events. It's really important. Uh, support local wrestling. It's fucking amazing. And Kenny Lush is doing it real big. We love it. You got a fan right behind you. Right, right, right there. Yeah, look at this guy. Get a little yeah, thing. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for having me. All right, all right. Kenny Lush, you're the best. Thanks, we'll see you guys next week. See you soon. Cheers. Bye.